This is Today in History, April the 18th. On this day in 1775, Paul Revere began his famous ride from Charlestown to Lexington, Massachusetts, warning colonists that British troops were approaching. Also in 1865, Confederate General Joseph E. Johnston surrendered to Union Major General William T. Sherman near Durham Station in North Carolina. On this day in 1906, a devastating earthquake struck San Francisco. Followed by raging fires, estimates of the final death toll ranged between 3,000 and 6,000. In 1923, the first game was played at the original Yankee Stadium in New York. The Yankees defeated the Boston Red Sox 4-1. On this day in 1906, 1938, Superman, a.k.a. the Man of Steel, made his debut as the first issue of Action Comics went on sale for 10 cents a copy. Also on this day in 1942, during World War II, an air squadron from the USS Hornet led by Lieutenant Colonel James H. Doolittle raided Tokyo and other Japanese cities. Also in 1942, the first World War II edition of the Stars and Stripes was published as a weekly newspaper. Also in 1956, American actress Grace Kelly married Prince Ren of Monaco in a civil ceremony. A church wedding took place the next day. Their spring cleaning in the tiny principality of Monaco for that eagerly awaited occasion, the wedding of Prince Renier with film star Grace Kelly. Meanwhile, on leaving her hometown of Philadelphia, the lovely bride-to-be receives good wishes from a host of friends. Relentless high-pressure publicity followed Grace on board the liner Constitution for a last-minute press conference. I think just uh, taking uh, the step of marriage is enough to give a girl a bit of a twin. And in 1966, The Sound of Music won the Oscar for Best Picture of 1965 at the 38th Academy Awards. Also in 1966, Bill Russell was named player coach of the Boston Celtics, becoming the NBA's first black coach. Bill, my first comment on your first day as coach here is that you're the most relaxed-looking out of a gun I've seen in a long time. Is this a facade? No, I'm pretty much relaxed. You have to be to keep your sanity. Well, you must have some, what, apprehension about uh, perhaps even this the first day on how you should handle it, or have you given it a lot of thought? No, I haven't given it much thought at all, to tell you the truth. You're just going to play it as it comes along? Yes, I. Uh, I'm, maybe I'm doing it the wrong way, but I'm treating coaching the same way I treat playing. Have you decided at all on uh, who you might name as a captain? Yes. Are you going to tell me? No. <laughs> also on this day in 1983, 63 people, including 17 Americans, were killed at the U.S. Embassy in Beirut, Lebanon, by a suicide bomber. And on this day in 2012, host of American Bandstand and New Year's Rockin' Eve, Dick Clark, dies. Clark died from a heart attack at a Santa Monica hospital in California where he went yesterday for an outpatient procedure. Clark had been plagued by health problems in recent years, including suffering from a stroke in 2004. He was the beloved host of American Bandstand and his New Year's Rockin' Eve specials. Dick Clark was 82 years old. On this day in 2012, Dick Clark, the TV personality and producer best known for hosting American Bandstand, an influential music and dance show that aired now nationally from 1957 to 1989 and helped bring rock and roll into the mainstream in the late 1950s, dies of a heart attack at age 82 in Santa Monica, California. The clean-cut, youthful-looking Clark, dubbed America's oldest teenager, was also the longtime host of the annual telecast New Year's Rockin' Eve and headed an entertainment empire that developed game shows, awards shows, talk shows, made-for-TV movies, and other programs. I knew when I was 13 what I wanted to do. It's very rare. I walked into a radio studio and saw Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore do a radio show, and I said, wow, 
What a great way to make a living. Richard Wagstaff Clark was born on November 30th, 1929 and raised in Mount Vernon, New York. His father was a salesman who later managed a radio station. Clark graduated from Syracuse University in 1951 and moved to Philadelphia the following year to work as a radio disc jockey. In 1956, he became the host of a local teen-oriented TV show called Bandstand after the original host was fired. In 1957, American Bandstand, as it was renamed, began airing nationwide. The program, which showcased ordinary teenagers dancing to records and musical acts introduced by Clark, quickly became a hit with millions of young viewers who tuned in for the latest music, fashions, and dance crazes. Clark helped end the then-standard practice of having white singers cover the songs of black artists on TV, and a number of African-American performers, including Chuck Berry and Chubby Checker, made their national TV debut on American Bandstand. Live from Philadelphia, it's time for America's favorite dance party, American Bandstand. And now, here's the star of our show, Dick Clark. In 1960, amidst the show's success, Clark was called to testify before a congressional subcommittee investigating the practice of payola, in which record companies bribed disc jockeys in order to get airplay for records at the hearings. Clark testified to holding an ownership stake in more than 30 different records labels, distributors, and manufacturers, and featuring the acts from those labels on American Bandstand. He denied doing anything illegal and was never charged with a crime. However, prior to the hearings, ABC, which broadcast American Bandstand, directed Clark to divest himself of all his music-related businesses, a move said to cost him millions of dollars. Dick Clark furthered his place in pop culture as the host and producer of Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eats, a TV special that debuted in 1974 and included musical performances and live coverage of the ball drop from New York City's Times Square. Clark helms the telecast every year until December 31st, 2004, having suffered a stroke earlier that month. And though the stroke left him speech impaired, he returned to the countdown special the following year with Ryan Seacrest as co-host and continued to make annual appearances through 2011. Dick Clark, host of American Bandstand and New Year's Rockin' Eve, dies April 18th, 2002 on this day. Now for all you Josie goes by American handstand.